Good afternoon, and this is Friday, and you are with KLE, Kingdom Leadership Equipping, where you're equipped to your full potential with a kingdom mindset. You are the leader called to influence the culture around you with the culture of heaven. That's what the kingdom of God is about, bringing heaven to earth. Jesus said, uh, let your will be done, let your kingdom come on earth as it is. In heaven, we are here to influence this culture, this world with the kingdom of heaven. And we need leaders. We need you to rise up uh, and be that leader that is the influencer. Because you're a leader, you're an influencer. And because you're an influencer, you are a leader. If you didn't get how you can be a leader, then you need to watch, uh, listen to, <laughs> watch, listen to yesterday's. Uh, teaching on um, who is the kingdom leader. So all are leaders because all are influencers. Everybody in the body of Christ is an influencer. Therefore, you are a leader. Today, I want to talk a little bit about the fact that we need to grow up and mature into the place of where we or like Jesus, basically. We need to imitate, we need to emulate, we need to be like Jesus. We need to grow up into Him. That's what the that should be the objective of our uh, of our journey is growing up to be like Jesus. And uh, the Bible tells us that that in Romans chapter eight that we need to be conformed to His image and transformed into His likeness. Um, and then in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, uh, chapter 3, it says we need to be transformed into his likeness, conformed to his image, Romans chapter 8, and transformed into his likeness. When we look at Hebrews chapter 1, it tells us that Jesus represented and reflected his Father, and that's how we need to grow up into him and re represent and reflect the Father in everything that we do, in every, in every area, every role, every function, every relationship that we find ourselves in. And that's not only in church. We are not called to go to church. We are called to be the church. Jesus said, I call you out, but I'm sending you back in again. The word send is to thrust. He's pushing us back into the culture of this world and not to be influenced by it, but to be the influencers. So we are to be conformed to his image. Now, in, in that is what leadership is about. You know, that's where we become the influences of the culture, bring in the culture of heaven. And uh, and in that is leadership. Now, let's have a look at what are the four sort of dimensions of leadership. In Ezekiel chapter 1, verse 10, he says this, regarding the form and appearance of their faces, he was talking about the creatures that are before the throne of God. It says they each had the face of a man. In front, and each had the face of a lion on the right side, and the face of an ox on the left side, and all four also had the face of an angel at the back of their heads. Revelations 4 verse 7 says, The first living creature was like a lion, the second creature like a calf or an ox, and the third creature had the face of a man, and the fourth creature was like a flying eagle. God's Leadership is revealed in these four dimensions, four aspects of how we carry leadership 
and how we're supposed to carry leadership. It was the four dimensions or the four um, revelations in the sense of Jesus' leadership on the earth. And we this we, we need to see this clearly and, and adopt this into our life. We need to grow up into these things. So I want to just look at the first one today, and then we'll pick up the next one on Monday. But the first one is lion. It's lion speaks about royalty and authority. The lion knows. He doesn't question the fact that he is the king of the of the jungle. <laughs> He's the king of the of of all the animals. He does not I mean he, he can walk with an elephant and he will try and eat it. He's not uh, intimidated by any size. He gets beaten up by buffaloes, but they'll go back and take them on anyway. Um, because a lion believes in absolutely in every DNA of every part of his of his um, system, <laughs> of his of his whole body, he believes that he is the king. He is, you know, they talk about it as bold as a lion, and that's what it is, as fearless as a lion. They know no fear um, of anything because they absolutely believe in in the fact that they are a lion. When we see Jesus as he comes to the earth, he comes to bring back, brings back as king the kingdom of God to the earth. The first words that comes out of his mouth is, uh, you know, Repent or change your thinking, metanoia, change your thinking, um, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And you've got to change how you think because the kingdom of God is here. And he begins to preach, the Bible says, the gospel of the kingdom. Everywhere he went, he spoke about the kingdom of God. And he starts bringing that influence. He starts roaring about the, the, um, the, uh, the culture, the reign, the dominion, the sovereignty of God. And he brings God and he introduces him as father to us. And so we come now because of the work of Jesus, we've become um, his sons in the family. Jesus said, I go to prepare a place for you. And that place is a place of sonship in the family. We have now a place in the family of God. To uh, John chapter 1 verse 12 says, To as many as received him, to them he gave the power, that word is exousia, the right or the authority to become the sons of God. And so we now have a place as sons of God in the family of God. Every single one of us, you know, Galatians says that you are now by faith the sons of God. And and uh, Hebrews tells us that, that he is the first of many brethren. We are joint heirs with him uh, in the kingdom of God. And so every single one of us, as when you accept and receive what Jesus did for you and confess him as Lord of your life, you don't just you don't just get born again. You don't just have that recreative miracle take place where you, you are a new creature in Christ, but you now become a son of God. You become royalty in his kingdom. Listen to this. It says that in, in um, 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9, but you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a consecrated nation, a special people for God's own possession, so that you may proclaim the excellencies, the wonderful deeds and virtues and perfections of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. 
So you are now chosen race, a royal priesthood, a consecrated nation. We also know that um, in in um, Revelation, in chapter 1, it says that, let's just go there quickly, uh, Revelation, in chapter 1, Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Oh, in, in verse 6 it says, in verse 5 it says, And from Jesus Christ, the faithful and trustworthy witness, the firstborn of the dead. So if he's first, if he's the firstborn, then we are the afterborns after that, second, third, fourth, etc. And he's the ruler of the kings of the earth. Who is he talking about? Us. We are the kings of the earth. To him who always loves us and who has once and for all freed us or washed us from our sins by his own blood, his sacrificial death. And then in verse 6 it says, And formed us into a kingdom as his subjects, priests to his God and Father. To him be the glory and the power and the majesty and the dominion forever and ever. Amen. So now we are a kingdom of kings and priests to God and the Father. We are kingdom. Because of what Jesus did, we are a kingdom of priests and we are a kingdom of kings. Glory to God. We are royal priesthood, a holy nation, a special people, anointed people. And, and you know, we, while we're sitting striving to try and, um, you know, Try and get our little needs met. We, you are royalty. You are a kingdom of priests. You are kings in the earth. And royalty means we have dominion. We have been restored back to what what God gave to Adam back in the in the book of Genesis. Is that he said to him, you are blessed, have dominion, take charge, uh, have authority over all the works of my hands. We don't have a dominion over people. We don't roar over people. We roar over circumstances we roar over the systems of the world but we're so weak-minded so sin conscious so um you know i'm nothing minded we 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 we, we constantly are trying to get our needs met try, constantly we need to get blessed i i don't have enough uh, woe is me and we need to start realizing, we need to grow up and mature into the fact that we have authority. That as sons of God, you have authority in the earth. That you have dominion in the earth. That it's been restored back to you. It's time to roar. And I'm not talking about making a loud noise. I think sometimes, you know, the when people have got a 90% loud noise on the outside, they've only got a 10% conviction on the inside. But when you've got a 90% conviction on the inside with a 10% a noise on the outside. That's who the devil fears. That's what circumstances fear. That's when you can sleep in a boat, get up and tell a storm to be quiet. You can just gently say, hush, be still. And the whole storm has to keep quiet. And that's that's the place we need to begin to realize that all authority, Jesus said, to, is said, has been given to me in heaven and earth. Therefore, you go. And what he was he saying is, go in the authority that I have now. I'm giving you my authority. I'm the king of kings. I'm the Lord of lords. I'm the high priest of the priests. 
You are the royal holy nation of God. You are the citizens of the kingdom of heaven. You have all the rights of heaven. Jesus said, seek first the kingdom of heaven and the kingdom of God. Seek first the kingdom and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto us. It was saying in Matthew chapter 6, why are you worrying about what you eat, what you drink, what you wear, where you're going to get this? He said, man, the heathen and the pagans do that. Maybe that's, you know, maybe... Our forums and our and our our, our churches of you know, we're sitting in the seat of heathens because we're just looking to see how we can get blessed, blessed, blessed. How we can get oh my prayers are not being answered. We need to start taking dominion. We need to start taking authority. We need to start walking in the royalty that we are. We are royalty. We are of a royal family of a royal nation. We we are um, God's citizens of His nation of called the kingdom of heaven and glory to God. We have authority. We are sons of God. And so we need to grow up into that so that we can begin to roar from the innermost being of our hearts and and stop being weak-minded, sin-conscious, constantly, you know, I'm not good enough. I'm trying to reach heaven. Um, I'm trying to get blessed. You are blessed. You have more than you can ever imagine. The only problem is, is that you're a citizen in a country and you don't know how to take advantage of your benefits. You haven't learned the constitution of your country. You need to go to the Bible and start getting yourself built up and matured in the fact that you have, uh, that you are royalty that you have a place at the table of God, that you're part of his family. And that's what I want to share with you today as the first dimension. As a leader, you've got to know your authority. You've got to walk in your authority. You've got to grow up in that authority. It's got to be 90% on the inside, 10% on the outside. You don't, you know, shouting, roaring people on the outside often have no conviction on the inside. And what we want is people with deep conviction on the inside of who they are. So that's what I want to encourage you with today. Know who you are and walk in that, mature in that. That's the first dimension of a kingdom leader. And that's one I leave with you today. Until next time, God bless you.